Let's drive around real quick. Promo Kings Radio. Rolling on the 105. I don't drink when I drive. But I gotta do it high, blow smoke in the sky. It's something you should try. Swear to God, it's a vibe. Got the stainless on my side. This pretty thing by my side. Says she rolling with the vibe. She rolling with the vibe. She rolling with the vibe. I'm tripping and I'm dripping. Lambo truck with blue laces. Tell Nipsey it's crippling. Still the 60, still shoot it with precision. He's a grown man, boss. You niggas sit down while you pissing. Picture me rolling like Pac, nigga. But I ain't Pac, nigga. I be in that beamer with a cock, nigga. Death row chain just for the trip. I'm not affiliated. West side, nigga, so they really hate it. I be out in Las Vegas at the MGM by the crap tables and some MCM. And it's Monday, I'm looking like somebody MCM. Niggas better watch they bitches, I be in DMs. Baby Lane killed pop, niggas killed Baby Lane. Buntry was busting back, Heron died in his chain. A fatal car crash killed Fatal Hussein. R.I.P. Gaddafi, riding down memory lane. Hit me up for that one more shit. Hit me up for that one more shit. They call me Justin. But I gotta do it high, blow the smoke in the sky. It's something you should try. We want to get out of here Stainless on my side. This pretty thing by my side. Says she rolling with the vibe. Yeah, she rolling with the vibe. Now I'm back in LA, riding down sunset with my clip full, watching the sunset. Cause this shit cool, life be like that. I'm just trying to catch a vibe, nigga. See some bitches, throw some trees, and get high, nigga. Run up on my Lambo, that's suicide, nigga. Pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. Hit the nigga, Brian, Brian, rap, it probably sound like this. Somewhere between Cube and Kiss, I can't miss. Documentary, Dr. Zaz. When niggas was really going platinum on the math Executive produced by Dr. Dre, but that's the past But even now, you play with Dre's name, I'm on your ass Rolling on the 105, 105. I don't drink when I drive But I gotta it's do it high, blow smoke in the sky Hit me up for that working and that promotion, I'm out here working, let's go What up, what up? I got Walt, Walt, Walt on the call right now. 
This is um Trey Styles, Promo Kings Radio, your favorite promoter's favorite promoter. What up, Walt? What up, Trey? How you been, bro? You staying safe, sanitized, and two steps ahead of the virus. Man, you already know trying to stay safe out here because a lot of people are losing their lives, bro. And I just need to make sure my moms and my daughter, they in the household, so we in here together that we all on the same note and everybody is good. You know what I mean? That's it, man. I've been locked up, me and the wife been locked up, man, which ain't a bad thing. Uh, for man, we're going on three weeks now, bro. Yeah, it, it feel like forever. It feel like longer than that, cause you know I'm used to turning up on Fridays and Saturdays. I got the club popping. I ain't been hosting yeah. no event like is like, and this has been regular. I've been hosting MPs like for about about, about four years now. On Fridays yeah, and Saturdays. So to not be up there and not making the crowd shake is like, whoa, I gotta, I gotta See, put. The, the good thing is, man, it's it's a good time to learn something that you uh, didn't know. Exactly, yeah. and 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 put my energy into something else because, like I said, I had just started the podcast a little bit before the um uh, Corona came. So now it's like all my attention is going directly to this. So and this and this is popping right now. So, yeah, um, man, that's, that's, that's a good thing, man. I'm, I'm teaching myself some forex and some, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit better on trading some stocks, man. Yeah, I'm into that and too. Looking, and looking at the opportunities this virus is going to present. Exactly. The stock market, man, has. I mean, you can jump on some high-performing stocks, man, that have just lost 40 percent. You know they're gonna come back. You know. Yeah. You know Microsoft is gonna come back. That's why Apple I never sold. That's why I never. Sold none of mine. I have some stock right now in Disney, um, Tesla. Who else I got it on? Disney, Tesla, Netflix, and it's one more. I think I'm missing. I think Apple. Well, for those who have never gotten into it, now's the time. This is an opportunity of a lifetime to get into stocks. Get with, get with a financial advisor and just find out some high performing stocks. Doesn't take a lot of money, man. If you got five hundred dollars, hey, if you can get thirty-five percent on five hundred, or if you can get thirty-five percent on on five thousand dollars, that's almost guaranteed. The market always comes back, always. Facts. Well, I mean, we're, we're fueled. This company is country is fueled by 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 drugs, guns, and the stock market. Exactly. You're right, yo. Before you give them too much jewels, let them know where you started, like, because. Everybody, this is Walt, so if y'all don't know, if y'all ain't been in the Virginia area, you know what I mean? I want y'all to know who he is right here. Oh, man. I started back in Pennsylvania, man. I came I came to 757 right after I got out of college. Got, got kind of mixed up with some stuff, you know, at, at a young age, so I had a choice of um, going to jail or leaving town. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, I took I took the leaving town part, and I had an uncle in Norfolk, and I came down. This was back in you know the late seventies, man. And I didn't know anybody. Uh, came down, but I loved the area. I loved the people, and I will say this: I just spent my whole adult life in seven five seven, and uh, I love the area. And man, I have nothing. But thanks and gratitude to the community, number one, accepting me and allowing me to uh, become the guy that I am. You know, they let me grow up there and they let me be part of the community. They supported me. And uh, after I left, I'm down in Tampa now. 
Oh, you were you were you in Florida? Man, I didn't even know that. I was I went down there Burn last year. Mmm, that's that's heavy right there. Cause I I took the family we went to Orlando to Disney. So oh, man, yeah, an hour yeah, away. I, I passed it. Oh yeah, I didn't even know you was out there. So. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, when I came there, man, I was, you know, I, I was running really fast, man. I was more street than business. Uh, but, you know, I had college behind me, man. You know, I got seven, man. I mean, I, I just saw nothing. What, what college What college did you go to? Uh, I went to Slippery Rock outside Pittsburgh on a football scholarship. But remember, man, this was back in, in the 70s, man. And hey, you know, being black at an all-white school, man, you had to kind of fit in. I didn't. The coach didn't really care for me. So back home, they offered me, um, I, I, I could go back home, okay? And I could um, uh, play, play baseball at, at a university back home. So I went back. I spent... Uh, four years at Gannon University, and uh, man, hey, from there I started promoting there. Uh, we had a like a black student union there, and you know the government back then was just paying the school to have black people just integrate, you know. And so I got a hold of some 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 of that federal money and started doing concerts, man. You know, the first concert I drew was. Uh, uh, Mandrill, listen to this connection here. Mandrill and Billy Paul. Okay, that's your first. That's your Billy Paul is your first first um, concert you did. Yep, and I ended up doing them at the Cotton Club years later. Uh, I also did um, uh, uh, Chicago. I did Chicago and who else? Uh, first this is this is in the Virginia market. No, this is up the denim exchange in the, in the strip club oh, stuff because that's oh, where man. that's where i came in and started knowing you at that point well you know me and ray had caught himself a clock well i came to norfolk because i was franchised with this company called you know i left norfolk went back home for a little bit and i came back but i came back with a franchise arthur treacher's fish and chips i was at Lynn haven mall patrick henry mall and uh, the shops at Willowlawn up in Richmond. So, uh, and then I sold those. I saw I was real good at flipping businesses. But in the meantime, me and Ray, because, you know, me and Ray had Walt Ray's Cotton Supper Club. Uh, we, we opened that up in 1990. And huge success. A lot of, uh, you know, after we got away from it, we really found out what a pillar we were when it came to hip hop. Because, you know, the, the artists back in the 90s, 
they weren't getting a lot of work a lot of places. Mm -hmm. And we were somewhere on the East Coast outside of New York that we were a mecca for it. And you remember that. Because of cats like you, Rob Love, uh, DJ Anthony, and MC Spice, one of three jams, Janet Armstead. Hey, you know, that team and that power behind us at the Cotton Club, where most hip-hop artists, I mean, I, I used to go up to New York and go behind stage at the, uh, at the Apollo when they were filming the Apollo. Mm -hmm. And one night we went up there and kept ran up on me, man, uh, I heard you that walk with Walt Ray's Cotton Supper Club down in VA. I said, yeah, when you going to have us down there? Now, man, whenever, whenever you call us, you know? It was a uh, guy from Naughty by Nature, mm -hmm. uh, De La Soul. Uh, man, we had so many people come through the Cotton Club, and we were getting a fucking nothing. Check this out. We were getting artists like, like Tupac, Dixie, like, uh, Tribe, Eric B. Rock, him, and having Missy and Tim open. I'm telling you. <laughs> we had, we used to, I used to have the term Missy and Tim and them down, because they wanted to open up every show, and you know, I was trying to show love with everybody. And, how, know, how, far, how far was Missy in... Tim at that point in the area, they they, they was like already superstar. They, no, I'm just saying they was. Yeah, so they was super. They wasn't even on yet. No, I mean they wasn't even. No, no, they weren't. They weren't on at all. Okay. No, they they, they was just on the come up, man. They were they they were trying to get in anywhere they could fit in. Dope. So just to give you an idea, I used to tell them, no, you can't open up. Like I said, I tried to spread it around. And at the time, I didn't know how big they were called, you know. Uh, I knew they were good. I knew they were talented. I knew they had the passion and the drive and the work ethic. I saw that, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but I never dreamed, you know, they would reach the heights. And, man, I'm really proud of them. I'm really, really. And it, it makes it's self-fulfilling knowing that I played a teeny, 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 teeny little part of their development. You know, and, and I watched them grow from afar. Same thing. Well, you know how it is. Yeah, I mean, we all, we all, yeah, we all a community there, man. You know, and so, you know, you, we watch them all. We, you know, I've watched them all grow. All of them came through either, either the Cotton Club or Tailgaters or Magic City or The Flame or Candlelight. Something they came through one of our clubs at some point. You, so every single one of those script clubs was yours? In ninety we had the cotton club and you know that's where we were the hip hop. Yeah, I was I was a little bit too young at that point because like I'm like at ninety yeah, ninety, ninety one. So I think you came on the scene about ninety four. Yeah, I came on the scene at high school, ninety five, ninety ninety six. Yeah, 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 not 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 ninety five uh, uh, that's when I was running like crazy because I was in high school doing the marketing. For Def Jam, so in the nineties we had the Cotton Club and then me and Ray got into strip club. There were no black strip club clubs in the area. Plus there was no black gay club in the area. So mm. me and Ray said, Man, we need we need to open up one of them. So we flipped the coin. I wanted to do strip clubs, he wanted to do the gay clubs. Okay. Uh, there, there were money in both, you know, so we flipped the coin and I won. So we opened up on George Washington Highway, the flame. Uh, you probably looked, but I was like in 93. Yeah, I didn't start rolling until tailgate, because on Norfolk side, you had the tailgaters. Right. And, and, this was in P-Town, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even, I wasn't even, I wasn't even rolling, like, my, my, like, during that time, 
Portsmouth was crazy, crazy. Like I went to a few yeah, parties yeah, and right I went to a few parties in high school. And before I could get into the parties, they was already shooting. I was I was walking in and walking right out. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I forgot what club, but but like I didn't even get get in. I was going to serve some DJs, and like me and my homie, we walked in. And as we walk in there, everybody was running out. We jumped in the car, and the car was driving itself back to Norfolk. Yeah, P-Town was rough, but, but you, know, <laughs> you know, once you got your respect over there, man, which I did, because see, one thing with me, man, cats like you, few of my businesses, are only as good as, the, as my street team. Exactly. That's crazy. It's always up to me to keep people coming back. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that's when you do it out of respect, mm-hmm. out of giving. Man, I man, I give. Just like right now, I've got that fun. Uh, I'm sending money back to the Philippines for where my wife's from because they're on like, mandatory lockdown. And we'll get back to that. But I want to say this, too. You know, giving has always been my thing, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I got to go fund me now. And in our neighborhood, I mean, we don't know. We know what poor is, but take our poor down five or six notches, mm. and that's the poor that they have. They don't have government assisted nothing, okay? And right now, they're on lockdown, and open age can't drink the water, so if you can't get to the store, you don't have water. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And the government is providing, like in her neighborhood, they were providing rice that they had stockpiles for 10 years. Ten-year-old rice. Ten-year-old rice? What? Yeah. So, you know, when we heard that, her family um, started to drive over there, and she's the only one who lives in the state. So I said, we're going to do our part here. So we got to go fund me going right now. I can't even tell people how to get it because I just started it last night. And uh, my goal was just a 1000 and we've been at it for maybe 12 hours, and we're up to 800 now. So I think I'm up that goal. But that's always been my thing, giving back to the community, giving back, giving back. When you, you talk about Portsmouth, I used to go up in the J-Dub, man, uh, uh, Jeffrey Wilson Projects, man, and Christmas time, me, my man Chris from Coastal. And oh, big shout-outs to Chris. Yeah, that's the yeah, homie. Ralph, hey, man, hey, we used to get coats away. Who, and Ralph, we, and Ralph Reynolds? Which yeah, Ralph? Yeah, yeah, from the coop. And uh, I think Ralph still does that. But yeah, yeah, Ralph still got a problem. He would let us go into the warehouse coats and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, the, the winter wear, man. And we'd go up into the neighborhoods, man, and uh, just give stuff away, man. So, you know, once you get, once you, once you give that, they started giving me the respect, man. I didn't have issues, and everybody had issues in P-Town but me. Mm. You know, because before before we jump off, they said, whoa, whoa, this is Walt's place. I've heard that a million times. Whoa, 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 this is Walt's place. This is Walt's place. So they respect That's it. Respect, man. That's love, man. That's love. Because you know how P-Town was. Mm-hmm. Man, it was wild, wild. That's really, but not at my place. Tell them a little bit about Denim and Change, because you had the biggest before, I think, that was like the biggest urban clothing store that I could think about in in Virginia area. I don't think nothing was bigger than than that. Like as far as like a uh, a uh, 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 black owned oh, okay. clothing store. So yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was Ron Perry got it started. 
Okay. You remember Ron Perry? Yeah. Uh, him and Ralph had RP-55. Yeah. And they started their shirt brand. Then they went on, and then uh, they teamed up with some Jewish partners, and I believe Ron Oh, so, R- so R- I never, so I never knew that. So RP-55 stands for Ron Perry? Ron Perry, he was born in 1955. That's crazy. Yeah, so, so, Ralph took his money and said, I'll do my thing. And Ralph stayed with them. You know, and... That's crazy right there. But, but Ron then took that money and opened up a store and Janet Shopping Center. I don't know if you remember uh, Ron Perry Clothing Company. And he, he teamed up with this... this that's early, that's early 90s? I think yeah, I remember... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spice was... Spice was their marketing director and the voice on the radio. Well, Ron had a partner that split from Ron. And he had a store over in what news called Denim Exchange. So he approached me one day. This white cat came come up to me. Oh, man, you, you may not know me, but man, I've been watching you. Blah, da, 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 da. And look, man, um, want to uh, I'll teach you the business if you handle my marketing. And I'll split the business down the middle. Man, that's a blessing. Yeah, so he taught me the the, the, the retail side of it, and I got Spice to handle my marketing. Because Spice had blown up Cotton Club for me, it blown up Tailgaters and Magic City, and you know, he was the dude. And he was my, him and Janet was my end at the radio station. Yeah, Janet. Janet. Yeah, I remember Janet. Yeah, she was VP. And Spice, I think, Spice just ran things, that's all. Um, Ron actually had a store, and then we opened up a denim exchange and actually became competitors. Well, we grew. We ended up at that store. We had two in Norfolk. Yeah, one in Hampton. Hampton and um, Portsmouth. And and that was the retail side of it. Out of all the things I've done, I've owned restaurants, you know, I've... I'm not gonna say that. Which one you like the which one you like the most out of owning being a being an owner of a strip club, a, a clothing store, a restaurant? Which one? I'm, I'm, I've had so many strip clubs. I was just so I had so many it was more business than fun. Oh, okay. You know, because when we got five, six locations. You would man, think that would be fun. <laughs> Yeah, it get old quick. Yeah, it get old quick. That's good. I enjoyed it because I had a very, very good operation. Anytime you have a good operation, a great team, you enjoy what you're doing because you're not really working. Mm. You know, you're you're doing more managing and looking for growth opportunities more than anything else. But yeah, strip clubs were great. The only downside for me was my kids were young. Yeah, you know, I, was real in, I was real involved with the PTA and going yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, that's and, hard. And, yeah, and so <laughs> y'all didn't want to say my daddy owned the yeah. yeah. So I said I was gonna be out of it before they went to middle school. Oh, that's you know? dope. That's crazy. Right so, now. so I got them. I had fun, you know. But I'm telling you, I, I enjoyed the Cotton Club because I got to know 
icons. I mean, yeah, you got to meet the big ones. Gang stars used to come down and just hang out. Yeah, that's hard. You know, stay at the crib. You know, Tupac used to come down and just hang out, man. When he'd go to Casablanca with us, you know, that type of thing, man. You know, I, I was able to, you know, try and stuff like MC Hammer. Who else in the damn area is it? MC Hammer, uh, MC Light, you know, House of Pain, Nice and Smooth, Onyx, I mean, I could just go on and on and on of the people that got to know me, and I got to know them. That's blessed. You know, on a personal level, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, life is all my country. I mean, they used to come. We were like there, get away from New York. Nah, they so loved it. At that time, they loved Virginia. Virginia was like the... They loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I like when you did the fashion. I like when you did the fashion shows too. You did a few fashion shows. The one at the beach house. I think that was the biggest one. I think that was the biggest one you did at the beach house. Yeah. It was over capacity. No, nah, I was at that. I think that was the, the the biggest thing. I think, and I think I promoted, and I think I promoted it. I, I promoted that for you. Yeah. I promoted that for you. I remember. It's got got to be hand to hand, hand to hand. All that you know, you was going crazy during the nineties, the nineties and two thousands. You was going nuts. Like that's when the snipes and the poster boards and all that was going on. Oh, you talking about? Yeah, of course. That was the biggest thing. At um um, you talking about Ocean Breeze? The Ocean Breeze joint. That that was it. Was only one. It was two, and then the second time was with the clips and all them was there. That's when push that. That's when the. That's when the clips was was, was just getting popping. They'll never do it again, and I'm pissed off that they would never do that again. People have tried over the years, but no hope. Like. That was like the something in the water before the something in the water. That was like the pre, pre, pre something in the water. 
Yeah, and it was nice. And, and I think what the city really didn't understand was we didn't have no issues. No, none, none at all. No issues, you know. And so, hey, I'm proud of that, man. I, I can say that I was one of few that, could, that went down in that location, was able to get the venue and pull off something highly successful. Same with the beach house. The beach yeah. house, hey, man, I don't think they ever had anything as big as no. that. Now nah, we sal- we salute you, Walt, man. I just had to get you on the show for a minute, and I definitely want everybody to go to your GoFundMe to help your peoples out um out there. Tell them a little bit more about the GoFundMe before well, we get off. I have a picture right now too. Um, uh, the HopeDealers dot net. Okay. HopeDealers plural dot net, and uh, I, I have a line of shirts. Go check them out. Um, you'll like them. You know, and uh, support a brother. <laughs> you know, we gotta support each other. We gotta support each other. I listen to your show, man. I said, damn, I gotta support this. Man, I support. Because, I, I appreciate you I, so much, man. Thank and, you. And other people too. I mean, we've got to support cats like you because cats like you is what kept us doing what we doing. Man, I thank and, you that, for so much man, for that, bro. Uh, I'm serious, man. And you know, I I'm giving it to you real, man. You and the Rob girls out there, man, the cats that helped me grow. I'll never forget, hey, I'm going to support you no matter what you do because you, hey, you were part of my growth and my development and my and my success. So uh, I got you back. But anyway, the HopeDealers.net, check out the shirts. And the GoFundMe is Hope Dealers Distress Fund. Hope Dealers Distress Fund, and we're trying to feed over 100 families for a month um, in areas that you wouldn't believe, okay? Well, we, we cry because we're in the house. They cry because they ain't got no food. They don't have drinking water, okay? So that's who we're trying to help, man. Hey, and thanks for... No, nah, man, I think I think you, Walt, for taking your time out, you know what I mean? Like, you thinking me, but it's more about you, bro, because like I said... I wouldn't have had nothing to promote if you ain't had no business going. So I thank you for I thank you for being an owner and a boss and having all the things that you had going on and continuing to have things going on and continue to support back and, and like you you steady have things going on that's changing the culture and changing the environment of the city and you're not even in the city right now but you still you still your presence is still felt and I'm gonna have to get out the floor and and, and get up with you, homie. Well, let me say this much, man. I was blessed to have cats like you a part of my team, and I'll never forget that. Man. I'll never forget that. So, hey, yeah, if you're ever down to Florida, man, I'll be up in VA. I was supposed to be up there now, but... Yeah, know, everything is crazy now. on standstill right now. I just need you... Bro, all day and, and the CBD thing, too. So yeah, when everything yeah. opened back up, we going full-fledged, bro. Big shout outs to big shout outs to Brad. That's the homie. He keep me working. So and I didn't even know for all these years that was your brother, bro. Yep. <laughs> but for all these years that I know. It's all good. <laughs> That's what kids do, you know. 
I will talk to you, 